welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Pop Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, wonderful. I'm doing just great on this gorgeous, gorgeous, I don't know, what is it, about 75, 76 winter day? I'm doing just wonderfully, sweetie. Everything is going great. I had a great uh, holiday. And uh, I'm fine. All's good on my end. How about you? Um, everything is really good, actually. Um, I'm loving the weather. Um, I know that's gonna only be temporarily, uh, temporary, but I'm loving that. And I am excited for the NFL playoffs, which we are in the thick of. Um, and that was a pretty uh, eventful game last night. And we probably, actually, we're gonna talk about it in a few minutes. So I'm not gonna go in too deep. So okay. let's let, let's let. Yeah, so let's let everybody know what we're sipping on today, Ma. Uh, so like I said, January is wine month. And so, well, it's wine month for us at the Bambushi Happy Hour. <laughs> so Mason Noir Wines, and this is OPP, which is Other People's Pinot Noir. Okay, great. All right, you ready? Let's raise our glasses to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. Salud. Salud. Mm. That's really refreshing. refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like Pinot Noir. Hey. Okay, so do I. Okay. Oh. All right, now we need to get into some football. And when I say football, so Tom Brady lost to the Dallas Cowboys for the first time in his 23-year NFL career. And he threw an interception in the red zone for the first time as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer last night, which was Monday, January 16th. They lost 17 to 31. So, Ma. Oh, 17? They did get up to 17? They did. They did get up to 17. Um, Tampa- well, I, I think I changed the channel when they were at like six. <laughs> well, it could be 14. I'm not looking at it. I think it was okay. But anyway, okay. so Tampa's record is eight and nine and obviously after last night is eight and ten Tom Brady looked like the shell of himself this entire season we knew all we know all the personal drama that he went through my should Tom Brady come back for season 24 or should he hang it up yes he should come back come back Tom come back and two one of one or two things will happen is that you will either be drug <laughs> off the field or you will be victorious one or the other either way whatever it takes to get you out of there come on back you've given 20 some odd years i'm pretty sure you allowed your football career to interfere to interfere with your uh personal life i'm not exactly sure i mean these things are played out in public uh i don't know what else is going on with you tom but come on back come on back you're trying to break a record and i guess the record is who can just continue to show up and for how long i mean you have more rings than everybody you have more this you're already the goat not one of the goats. You are the goat. Okay. Are you at this in point? A cat- in a category by yourself. 
for me. So now what record are you trying to break? To be the oldest man on the field? You know what? I think you've already broken that as well. To be the oldest man on the field, to be carried off the field. Uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what your goal is, but apparently you haven't reached it yet. So come on back and keep coming back. Keep on coming back to you. Can't come back no more. That's what you need to do, Tom Brady. Well, Ma, uh, I messed up with the score. It was 14 to 31. The Tampa Bay Okay, oh, big eight. deal. So, okay. So, okay. Uh, well, I, you know, I have really been upset with Tom Brady this entire season. And it's, it's not my business. This man, you know, he can do whatever he wants to do. He's a public but, figure. We're all just talking. You know, he's a but public I, But I just don't think that he is adding to his legacy. At this point, he, it's embarrassing the way he played last night. It was one of the worst games that he's ever had in his career. And when yeah. you get older and you have these games more frequently, people start to look at you and say, man, it may be time for you to retire. I don't know. Why are you saying all these rational things? Why are you saying all these things that make sense? This is one of the most fortunate human beings on the planet. He's been blessed with, or at least from the outside appearances, mm-hmm. he's been blessed with health and wealth and people that love him and a long career that he apparently loves. And he still come back more fame, more titles, money, everything. And he's still coming back. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's still coming back. So you know what, Tom Brady? Time and time and tide wait for no man. So you keep on coming back. And then you will get what you are seeking, whatever that is. Keep on coming back, and let's see how that works out for you. Well, and I just you think to... you think you were humiliated last night. Keep on coming back. And I just wanted to add uh, one more thing uh, with, with Tom Brady. Well, two things. When I saw Tom Brady before the game started, he looked to me as though he was too thin to be out there. Um, he looked scared of, you know, the opponents coming at him, scared than I've ever seen him. And then third, he has, I think it's 300 and something million waiting for him with, with yeah. a 10 year contract for him to sit in the booth and talk about football. Yeah. And he clearly loved football. So right. I, don't, I don't know what he's waiting for. We can't rush him into retirement, but it seems rush. Like- <laughs> rush. <laughs> this is the slowest rush I've ever seen. Rush. I don't know. You mean we can't force him? Can't force him. That's As it. I said, time and tide wait for no man. So Tom Brady, just keep on coming back. And guess what? And one day you will physically not be able to come back. You will not even be able to make that kind of choice. Keep on pushing fate. You've had everything. You don't owe football anything. Football doesn't owe you anything. You've been great. You've been giving everything to the fans, to the game. Why do you keep coming back? Just what is it that's unfulfilled in your life that makes you keep coming back to destroy your reputation, your legacy, and your body, your mind, and maybe your entire life? Why do you keep coming back? Right. So, I don't know. 
okay, so we can just move on. Wish Tom Brady well okay. and it comes to his senses. So yeah, wish him well, Tom. Take a minute and think about it. Okay, and go on and, and fatten up a little bit and rest up and think about it. What you want to do with the rest of your life. Okay, Pay. What's up, oh. sweetie? Okay. Um, next um is Britney Spears. So poor Britney. So what happened with Britney now? What are they well, doing to Britney? Well, um, her Britney Spears's husband denied that Britney suffered a manic episode at a restaurant over the weekend where the paparazzi had video Britney covering up her face and talking what they call gibberish. And somebody tried recording her while she was dining. And her husband said, you know, despite eyewitnesses insisting she was acting erratically um, and that he bolted, he says he briefly left to go get in the car and also says that it's unfortunate that everyone is so camera happy when Brittany is around. And she did become frustrated, but there was no manic episode. And um, I'm just wondering, Ma, why everyone is still harassing Brittany. Why are they bothering this woman? Why don't they let her eat in Why? Peace? Because somebody could make a couple of dollars off Hold something. On. How many That's celebrities all. are uh, in LA? How, how many celebrities are over there in, in California and in, in, in New York and wherever? And people go they, and they have their meal. They're, they're opportunists. I mean, they saw her and they could make a couple dollars. So they did it. They didn't care if it was Britney or whoever. It just happens to be Britney. And Britney just happens to have... Uh, led a life that has been pretty full of drama. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the clip that I saw, and maybe I didn't see it that clearly, the clip that I saw didn't show a whole lot of drama at all. You know, it was noisy, it was a bar, and I really couldn't see exactly even what was going on. It didn't seem to be any much of anything to me, really. You know, it really did not seem to be. I understood what they were trying to make it, but that's not what I, I saw. I didn't see any screaming or yelling or cussing or, or fussing or throwing blows or tantrums. I didn't, I mean, I didn't see any of that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know what they were trying to say, but what I was more upset about is that they claim Kevin, Kevin Federline put it out there. I'm not really sure to what I'm, extent. I'm not sure about that because well, they I hope not. paparazzi I hope not. there. I hope so, not. Yeah. Okay. I hope not, because I saw his name attached to something to do with it. And I said to myself, please, I hope that's not the case. Okay, I'm not, yeah, not going sure. to, I'm not putting that out there either. You know, I did see his name attached to the article I saw. Mm -hmm. saying that he I know did. they've had some issues recently, yeah, but I don't know yeah. what that was it. I, I hope not. And, le and let's just move it on. Because, uh, you know, Britney's had, you know, quite enough, you know, you know, so let's keep it moving. Let the woman live. Yeah, that's what I say. Okay. Um, also, uh, Cardi B revealed, and she was on, uh, she was being interviewed by, I think it was Jason Lee, mm -hmm. which talked about how she had called off her divorce from Offset. She said that Offset changed himself to keep their family together. She said, me and Offset, we was not seeing eye to eye. This was like the same year I filed for divorce and everything. I'm going to let him talk about this because the main thing that I was really bothering, I'm going to let him say it. I want him to say it because I feel like that's really part of his story. So my question to you is, Ma, is do you believe a man can change for a woman? Yes. It's not exactly 
that they're changing for a woman the way we phrase it. I don't think it's exactly that they're changing for a woman per se. Okay. I think what has to happen or what happens in those cases when we uh, present it like that, I think we romanticize a man reaching a point in his life when he wants to do something different in his life. Mm-hmm. And I think if you meet that man at that particular time, you know, I don't think it's necessarily the woman per se. I think it's the thing in the man that, you know, he does some self-examination, some introspection, right? And decides that, well, you know what? I don't want to lead that kind of life anymore. And I think, you know, I think that is more so of that happening than it is the woman. Now, the woman may be there at that point in his life when that happens, okay? Mm-hmm. The, you, you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, maybe if you saw the man five or 10 years ago, you could have been the same woman. You're the same woman, but his head wasn't there, you know? And then you may meet him down the road and now he's been up, down, all around, whatever. And he's saying, mm, I want to do things a little bit different now. Mm-hmm. You know, I may not change 180 you know, degree, but I'm going to do uh, a 75, a 90 degree change, you know, uh, or something like that. That's what I think really happens. I think it's it's sort of the two things coming together. I think it's, you know, the woman that you have that in, you know, common with the woman whose head is there and you, and you coming to that. Now, you may get into a, a discussion or argument or whatever, this or that with the woman. And the woman may say, well, you know, if you don't do A, B, and C, and D, I'm out, you know, because that's not the life I'm trying to lead. Well, it's the thing in that man. It's not exactly that he's doing it for the woman. I don't believe that because, you know, you that those kind of changes to me are, if they're genuine, they're, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for yourself. Yeah, because you feel that that is a better lifestyle for you, period. And that person is the partner that you're doing it with, you know? So I think, yeah, I think it's kind of like you said, like a combination of, of yeah, yeah. but I think deep down inside, it comes from who you are as a person and who yeah, you are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, if and, that's not in you, you're not changing. I don't care if it's a million women, you yeah. know, that's just, just not who you ever going to be. Yeah. You know? I yeah. think that. I think that that's the issue is that your maturity level, um, like you said, where you are at your at a point in your life, uh, is it in sync with the person that you want to be with? I think it's a combination of everything, but I yeah. think that it's important that you have someone who is willing and able and ready to change. You know, and that's, what, that's, that's where- what it is. The three things: ready, willing, and able. Those are the three components, and when they you know come together, then that's when there's a change. And I do believe. Mm-hmm that there is a certain maturity level that you need to have to know that, oh, I've met that person. I've met that woman that is, I I need to step up my game because if I don't, (laughs) I'm not going to have the type of life that I want to have and family that I want to have. Exactly. I agree with you a thousand percent. So it's, you know, it's that kind of thing. You know, you reach that level of usually it's a level of maturity. Usually that's what it's all about, you know, so. So, you know, so good, good on Cardi and Offset and I, you know. Good luck to them. Good luck to them. Whatever's up, you know, good luck to them and continue, you know, success in their relationship. 
Okay. Uh, since we're talking about relationships, um, Shannon Tatum, he talked to a, a Vanity Fair about how difficult his whole divorce was and getting over that. Um, and he said that he doesn't know, and he's currently dating Zoe Kravitz. He doesn't know if he'll ever marry again. He says that relationships are hard for him. He says, even though I'm a bit of a monogamous in business, I have no real fear of anything being destroyed, but heart things when it comes to people I love, I have a really hard time. And he also says that um, he ended up trying too hard and he was afraid to do that in this relationship with Zoe Kravitz. In fact, apparently he started following her on several fan accounts. I guess he didn't think that people would know that. Um, when they first got into a relationship. Now, Ma, is this something that you like hear uh, often that men are afraid of trying too hard? Now, maybe I'm no. too much. No, and, and you know what? And I, that ends the relationship I, because I they doubt, try too hard? Right. I doubt that his ex-wife would say that. You know, I seriously doubt it. He may feel like he tried too hard, but I guarantee he may have tried a little bit for a minute. But I guarantee he didn't try too hard from uh, throughout the re relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm almost sure of that, you mm -hmm. know. So you know, he may have tried the wrong things, you know, right. or right. What he or what he interpreted as trying. I'm sure she did not see it that way, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, w whatever you know. And to me, that's also an attempt to make it look like he's a good guy. You know, I try too hard. I don't think so, Channing. I mean, I, I like Channing, but that was just... Mm, I don't think so. It's possible, but it's not ringing true to me. And, well, and what do you mean that you're trying too hard? Does it mean that, that trying too hard to do what in what regards? Are you trying so hard because you're overly compensating for something that you haven't been doing? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. What does mm -hmm. that mean? That's what I'm saying. That's why that try, you might have tried too hard for a minute and doing right. the wrong thing. Because and like you said, it's all because it, you you didn't try hard enough all, all along. So, you know, and I really believe that in a, in a relationship, it's different than when you're courting someone. When you're courting someone, you could possibly try too hard. You know, you could chase somebody down or. Yeah, but he's already married to this woman. So he's trying to keep his relationship intact. Right. And so he, he did not try too hard. What, what would be too hard? Right. What, what do you mean by that? Right. You know, even... Relationship. So what on earth is too hard? You know, so no, Channing, no, no. I don't, I don't even know what, what he meant by that. So I'll leave that. No, I, I call BS on that, Channing. Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, something else, Ma, that has been in the news, and I don't know if you heard about this because this just really seemed to me like it was just outlandish. Um, did you hear about the police department and um as in Tennessee, pretty much? the police were going wild so a small tennessee police station has been rocked by allegations of wild sexual misconduct after a married female <laughs> officer oh, oh <laughs> allegedly everything but protected the people okay exactly but she allegedly had steamy romps with six male officers including illicit on-duty liaisons uh, her fellow law officers allegedly engaged in wild sex capades, sex capades that included sending dirty pictures, taking her top off at girls going wild, a hot tub party, and even having oral sex with two officers at the Tennessee police station. So, Ma, 
this this apartment was only 60 people to start with and now now they're looking for to replace 11 people good <laughs> so uh, would you be able to trust these policemen this uh, department ever again well yes because if they've gotten rid of 11 I mean that's a good chunk they probably didn't leave too many people there still you, wilding out you know they probably got most of the bad apples okay what was oh, that? some of them my repeat that because you were going. I said to they. I said they probably have gotten rid of most of the bad apples, if okay. not all of them, at least most of them. I would trust them as much as I trust any police department. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with people? To me, I'm sure plenty of them do, do you know, <laughs> like that. But only this one, they figured. I don't know. They maybe drank a little too much or got high too much and forgot what you know where they were at or something. I don't know. But, uh, uh, you know, there are plenty of them to go with each other and whatever. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I don't know if I could trust this department again. I'm, You know, I'm sure that, you it's know. It's not the same again. department. Wow. They're brand new. These are the uh, upright and righteous officers in the new department. <laughs> until until one of them gets mad and expose all of them again. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Not like you said, not protecting the citizens. Oh gosh. Okay. Let me let me move on by. Oh God. Okay. That's funny. Somebody's <sighs> gonna read a book. We'll get the whole story. Yes. So mm -hmm. my you so you know this is award season and um I love uh, I love the award season. I love for especially for acting. Yeah. Acting, um, so it, yeah, me too. So the Critics Choice Awards had some of the worst ratings ever, and we know that the Golden Globes did not perform well either. So Kate Blanchett walked away with the best actress at the Golden Globes and also at the Critics' Choice Awards. And she spoke about what it means to receive the award for best actress. She says, I mean, it's arbitrary considering how many extraordinary performances there have been by women, um, not only in this room, and she named several people, including Penelope Cruz, the list goes on and on and on. It's the patriarchal pyramid where someone stands up here why don't we just say there is a whole raft of female performances that are uh, in concert and in dialogue with one another and stop the televised horse race of it all? Can I tell you, every single woman, whether television, film, and advertising, tampon commercials, whatever, you're all out there doing amazing work that is simply inspiring me continually. So thank you. And I share this with you all. Okay. Yeah, Ma, was she out of pocket or on the money for her comment? To me, out of pocket. The reason I'm saying she's out of pocket is that I hear her critiquing everything, but she's there and accepting her award. Right. So, I mean, you know, are you in or are you out? I mean, I don't understand. Is this how you voice your criticism? By accepting the award? And being grateful for it and participating, or do or do you uh, show your opposition or your issues with the award by not participating or getting up there and saying that you're not going to accept the award, or by getting up there saying that you will donate the award to some other, uh, you know, um, cause or some other group, or you know, there's lots of ways to show that you. Um, 
don't want to participate or that you don't have confidence in the uh, that whole ceremony and the whole ritual that they go through other than participating in it. Most people that don't believe in things, they don't participate. They don't usually just jump all in and accept the award. And many people make protest speech, but how much are you protesting when you're there doing what all the rest of the recipients do? Yeah, I mean, know. I, I, didn't, I didn't really get where she was coming from because there's a certain duplicity there. Yeah. You know, I understand she, you know, is happy that she's honored, but you're saying you don't like being honored in that way. You don't like the entire procedure and the entire process and the horse race, racist, race-ishness of all of it. You know, you don't like that. It's like a horse race, you know, but it was just to me you're in the race to me i thought this was out of pocket uh i like i thought it was out of pocket and she should have gotten out of the race if that's how she felt i I think she i think she's a phenomenal actress uh what i would say is is that for her to say something like this first off these award shows obviously the people get all dressed up and you know glitz and glams and the celebrities we got it but then there it can highlight lesser known films films that have a much smaller budget and showcase those artists. And then Kate Blanchett, she obviously has been in really huge films, but she's also been in smaller films that I wouldn't have known anything about if it wasn't well, because that, of the Well, movie. that's one of the main things. It, it introduces people to, to things that they would know, all of us, because we all have our certain favorites and we have our certain genres we like and our certain stars. And then we have the ones that we don't watch Mm-hmm. haven't heard of haven't paid attention to and and these award shows introduce mm-hmm. a whole new group of very talented people to us and mm-hmm. so that's a, that's one of the main reasons that they're enjoyable right you know and we find out about so many other things and even things that we've heard of and it's nice to see them in a kind of different light because we see them in these different movies and they're all kind of characters you know, from from everything, from the bottom to the top. And then when we see them on the award shows, we see them, you know, all glammed up. And and, and so it's very different. So it's entertaining. So yeah. I, I disagree with her, period. But what I'm specifically addressing is that I disagree with her way of voicing her, uh, you know, her discontent with the whole process. You know, you seem to be, you know, grabbing on to your award. She you know, to, it reminded me of like a I, Tom I didn't Brady. Really get it. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Ma, I didn't yeah. interrupt you. No, no, go. No, no I, it, it reminded me of you know. Oh, is there is there anything else for me? Oh, but you're still like you said. She's up there getting her awards, and she's still continuing to act, and she's also still doing a, a really excellent job at it. I, I to me, you know what my one thing with her I noticed is that she's been getting criticism, and they've also been criticizing Brandon Fraser because of the role that they um, are, you know, being honored with uh, for, because one, they said that Brendan Fraser's was fat phobic. And then her her role, they criticize it as kind of like anti-feminism because she, I think the role, she's playing a lesbian and right, right, right. So I think that she just 
The timing is wrong too. The timing is wrong because the focus is, you know, the focus really has to do with the public at large and has to do with marginalized and victimized groups. And they really, this is not really the time for them to be, you know, because it's like, this is your time to shine and you don't need to be bringing a lot of negativity right now. You need to be continuing to shed light and be enlightening regarding the subject matter of the film that you're winning the award for. Yeah, that's what I say too. That's why I wasn't happy with Brandon Frazier about Whale. I, I mean, I, I got him, but I wasn't happy with it at this time. You know, to me, if you wanted to do that, you could have done it back at Georgia's Jungle or something that was you know, just silly and funny and people laughed, you know. But now when you have something that is really serious health issue and self-esteem issue, you know, mental and physical health and self-esteem issues and so forth, now maybe might not be the time that you want to be protesting, you know. So, I mean, that's all. I I don't understand what you mean, Ma. Protesting what? No, about the different award shows, you know, oh, no, Brandon oh, Frazier wasn't protesting recently. That no, no, I know he did ago. it for the previous one. No, I know, but he, I know he no, did. not previous. Like when you say previous, like fifteen years ago or or beforehand, when somebody actually um, mm. assaulted him. Yeah, I I I know that, but it had to do with you know, it had to do with the Golden Globes. Am I correct? I know that. I understand that. Okay. I understand. Yeah, I, I understand he okay. I don't want to go too much in. I understand no, he, did. he didn't he didn't want to appear because of that whole thing. Oh, gotcha. No, he didn't. Yeah, and 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 which I'm saying, let those things be separate. Oh. You know, compartmentalize those things because gotcha. now it's a serious issue. You know, because you were playing the whale, and that whole thing is is uh, an epidemic. This this a uh, morbid obesity and, and all that. You know, I'm well, not what what you're saying. I just want to make sure you're saying you're championing them for the roles. But yes, you, okay, all right. Because right. What I, I, was, I was saying definitely because I, I was saying something different. I was saying that unfortunately there have been a, you know a few critics who have been coming at them because they're saying that Brendan Fraser playing that role was fat phobic and they were criticizing Kate Blanchett Oh, I see what you're saying. Playing uh, oh, I, 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 don't, I don't know about that. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to watch, watch the film. I'm going to have to watch it within the next couple of days and and see how I feel about that cuz I know that was not was I know that was not the intent. No. You know? And what I was saying is they both had to come and de- defend their work, even though they're being applauded. And I don't know, we, we have, we're going to watch the films and let everyone know, but I personally think that it's hard. And I don't think they're trying to offend anyone. I think they're trying that, to I, right. that you kind of already know when going in, that is the intent is not to be offensive, yeah. but to shed light, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right, sweetie. So good. So much on Kate Blanchett. I don't know how interesting she is to a lot of people. Keep it moving. Okay. Well, my whole thing was the award shows, not so much. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, And so, (laughs) so somebody else that is interesting, or at least they are in the media every minute, is Harry and Meghan again. So Prince Harry's book fair sold 1.43 million copies during its first day of sales, making it 
the fastest selling nonfiction book of all time. Oh, wow. However, some royal rumored experts are wondering whether or not the book and also the documentary will hurt their relationships with the Hollywood quote unquote elites. And so they brought up a couple things, Ma. They, they just examples did, you know, bringing up Beyonce's text message to Megan on their special in the documentary. Did Beyonce give her the okay? Also, them mentioning about an episode with Courtney Cox with magic mushroom chocolates in the book Spare. Just like a couple of things that they brought out. What do you think about this, Ma? Do you think that... I don't know. I don't know, sweetie. I don't know. No, I mean, do you think that Hollywood will want to continue to work with them? Do you think that Hollywood will trust them because of all of the information that has been spilled in Spare and just the documentary, all these things in general? I I think so. I I don't think it's going to matter because if, you know, if they start to, you know, cancel everybody, if, you know, then there'll be nobody because there's people, most of them have committed some type of infraction you know in terms of what they should and shouldn't say and so on and so forth and i think you know you know i don't think anybody's going to challenge anything and you know they may behave in a certain way around them or not you know you know so uh, they may be a little bit more careful around them they may have to end up signing ndas or whatever or something i don't know but i don't think that i don't think so i don't think it's a big deal i think it's much ado about nothing and it may, and it, you know, and it may be okay that they shared what they shared. You don't you think know? that you still don't think that Harry's talking too much? You still? I think that's the nature of writing these books. I think the whole idea is to, you know, have a little shock value, a little juiciness, you know, and to sell. So, I mean, I don't know what you mean talking too much. The book, the documentary, you know, just kind of everything. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I really don't like a, a lot of private information exposed, you know, to the public because that's your place where you're supposed to, your sanctuary, you know, people that you can trust and people that you're supposed to love. And I don't believe in just kind of exposing everything. See, to me, I don't feel that they're that different from, from other people writing a book because you're supposed to make the book juicy enough and interesting enough for people to buy it and people will not buy it if there isn't a certain level of salaciousness about They're it. Calling, there's a level of victimhood that they continue to um, screen. And that's, I guess that's kind of okay. like my issue with them. I don't think that they're victims so. anymore. Well, I think they're only saying they're victimized by the royal family. I don't think they think they're victims, uh, you know, overall, I think they know that they're very much not victims. So, yeah, I think that's only to to do with that whole um, hierarchy, that whole royal family structure. I I think they know they're not victims in the real world, for sure. I hope so. Okay. Okay. All right. Ma, let's get into one of your uh, favorite segments, Naomi Knows Best. Okay. Dear Naomi, I am 27 and single. Valentine's Day is coming soon. I don't care for superficial money-making holidays, but I know others do. My cousin, who I consider like a sister to me, is setting me up on a blind date on Valentine's Day. The thought 
The thought of a blind date is foreign in 2023 unless it's on Netflix. But my cousin swears this guy is perfect for me. He's a classified federal employee, a gym rat. He's 30 years old. He's very health conscious, a homeowner, and he's single. I'm just nervous she's not telling me something about this mystery date. And on the other hand, I'm not a fan of dating apps, but I met someone on the app Hinge who not only sounds good on paper, his profile pic is super sexy and we set a date for Valentine's Day. Now, I don't know which one I should choose. Should I go out with the blind date that's classified mystery man, the Hinge date? Or ditch both of them and stay home eating ice cream while watching The Notebook because all of my best friends have a man or at least a date. What should I do, Naomi? Hey, first of all, what time are these dates? Because maybe she could have both. If she's able to schedule them, then she can schedule like, um, you know, an early date, you know, uh, early, right after work or whatever, late afternoon, early for, you know, a couple hours because she's just meeting them and mm -hmm. see how it goes. And then the other one for the later date, you know, I would do the blind date first. Okay. I would definitely do the blind date first because you don't know what's up. Okay, as far as the physical appearance and physical appearance is apparently important to her because she's talking about how sexy somebody looks and all that. Mm -hmm. A blind date may look good, too, but you got to take a chance. Okay. Isn't that so, strange? Like, though, like a blind date now. Would you ever go on a blind date? If I would if if it were arranged through somebody I really know. I do it. I do it if it's arranged like that. Yeah, I would okay. take my chances that they, you know, he already has some good things about him. It's just that we don't know what the bad things are. Anyway, uh, I would go on the blind date first. Okay. And see how that works out, and then I would meet up uh, with the one that I am attracted to physically and see how that goes. Okay. Uh, just that plain and simple. I would do both of them because I wouldn't know which one to get rid of. Mm -hmm. And I would want to give myself the way things are. You really have to meet a kiss a lot of frogs to get to the prince. Yeah. So I would consider them two, either two potential princes. And I don't know which one, you know, they both may show up as frogs. I don't know, yeah. but you know, um, that's what I would do. I would see one early. I would give a two or three hour block for one. And then the late date, you know, for the first one, I would. Yeah. That's what I would do. You know, idea. I'm single and I'm, yeah. and, and it's not talking about intimacy. I have no history with either one of them. I don't yeah. only one of them anything, you know, I would, yeah. I would do both of them, you know, but I would discuss that with them. You know, I'm not forcing anything on them. And the, that blind date, I wouldn't want to, you know, commit to that, not knowing what it's going to be. Now, if it turns out to be good and nice and we click, then we'll make another date. You know, that's all. Yeah. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to spend the night with you or this or that the first time I meet you, you know. So, and then the second date. You don't? No. And then the second date, let's see what's up with that one. You know, let's see how it goes. Okay. It's, look, they both could click but that's very unlikely. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, usually one will and one won't or both won't. Yeah. That's what I would do. I the the guy that I already know Mm -hmm. that I am physically attracted to, I'll save him. But it's Valentine's Day, Ma. So like Valentine's Day is like you know, that's kind of tricky about how to navigate on Valentine's Day. Explain to you what I would do. All right. We would we would have a conversation. I'm not manipulating these men. I'm talking to them and we're agreeing to this. He may be doing the same thing. You you don't know. You yeah. know, I'm just, we're just getting our schedules together. You oh, know, it's just that plain and simple. And if they're not, a, whoever's not amenable to, to the whole situation, well, then it won't work out that way. Then we'll make other arrangements. But that would be the way I would approach the situation. That's how I would approach these gentlemen. I don't, you know, owe them anything. You have no obligation. They're people you're meeting. There's people who go on speed dating and all that meeting 10 men in the room at one time or whatever. I mean, there's all sorts of different things because these men are, are brand new. She doesn't know these men at all. Okay. And my speaking of seen out, uh, Giselle Boonshin is seen out again with that Jiu-Jitsu guy, that pro. Okay. I think that maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead. Tom's, Tom's been seeing all kinds of people throughout the years. <laughs> you know, so whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's supposed to mean my. It means he's been doing whatever the heck he wanted to do all these years. Oh. That's what it means. Oh God! And simple and neglecting her to yeah. a, to a great extent. Yeah. You know. So you know. So whoever she wants to see, just see him. You know. Okay. That's all what right. divorce is for. At least she was courteous enough to keep it cool. If if it was anything, I'm not saying that it was, but in case it was. You didn't hear a whole lot of hoopla about her running around with anybody or not running around, but about her, you know, seeing. You did not. She was all, oh, I love Tommy. And well, that's it. But, you know, but Tommy didn't seem to be reciprocating. No, it's just sad. Well, so be it. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll be all right. Okay, sweetie. All right. I have some more stuff going on for you. Uh, Just a couple more things. Uh, Mom, when's the last time you've been in a Waffle House? I haven't been in one in a while, but I do love waffles because I don't, I don't know. Waffles, you know, the waffles are good. I haven't been in one, maybe in a few years, maybe a few years ago, but there is always a fight. No, you know what, you know what it is. They stay open late. People are drunk and high and they go in there and and it ends up in a fight. You know, is anything to stay open with late, they're going to have problems. You probably should get them to go. That's probably the best thing, right? There you go. Okay. Are you going to tell a story about the Waffle House? No, I'm not going to tell a story. So, Ma, we were talking about Valentine's Day. And we're going to talk about Valentine's Day for the next few weeks because, I mean, I know you love Valentine's Day. I do. Well, we've compiled a list of what not to get someone on Valentine's Day from Reddit, from Tiny Beans, from BuzzFeed, from Scoop Boop. And so these are... Some gifts. These are the top 10 gifts to not get someone for Valentine's Day. Are you ready, Mom? Why don't you tell me if you think this is a good gift or bad? Who? Sure. Cream, okay. uh, premium. Top okay. shelf. All right. Okay. Number 10. A pencil sharpener. Well, that's clearly a hooch. <laughs> what type of pencil sharpener? Might be. Okay. Number nine. Any sugar- kind. For Valentine's Day? Yeah. No. 
No, it's a hooch. Go ahead. Sugar-free chocolate and a scale. Well, I would be insulted and call it a hooch because I don't care how big I am. If you're giving me a Valentine's Day, I don't want the chocolate sugar-free. I want real I chocolate. Agree. And I have my own damn scale. Thank you. I don't and, and whatever is my weight is none of your business. So, <laughs> so if you give that to me, you will, you will get a very negative response, okay? Now, if a man would give that to me, then I'll just give him uh, an article for like a penal uh, enlargement service or something, or penal enhancement surgery or something. <laughs> I'll give him a coupon or something. You know, if he would give that to me, I'd, I'd go real, real low. I, I'll forget my Michelle Obama. I'd just go low. <laughs> I wouldn't go high. I'd go completely low if you give me sugar-free chocolate in a scale. That is so mean. Like, is that, is that, that romantic? No. Is that romantic? Is that's that? a total insult. No. <laughs> no, that's a super hooch. Wait, and the scale on top. That's of what it. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, no, you you gonna get really humiliated with that if you give me that because <laughs> I would feel insulted and you getting insulted right back. Yeah. Yep. Okay. No, I don't blame you, my. Okay. Number eight, a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> A vacuum cleaner, I would take tell to take it and take the hose and shove it up your. You know what? You give me a vacuum cleaner, you take it and you stick it wherever you want to put it. Okay. <laughs> next, next. Now for that one, you getting cussed out. <laughs> Who would do that? No, um, these whoever, are people. Real whoever would do it. Whoever would do it, they would be getting straight up cussed out. Oh gosh. Okay. Mm -hmm. A blank number seven, a blank store bought Valentine's Day card. But you didn't write anything in it. No. I hear you. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's the gift. What age am I? What am I? Five? No, what? you're these are all adults. No. <laughs> if somebody gave that to me, then I would just know that they had to be drunk or something when they went in and got it. I would just take it that why would you are you drinking so much? You know, because nobody <laughs> in their right mind would even do that. <laughs> what, would be, <laughs> what would be the point? Also, you got a bunch of people who's getting cussed out, cussed out or or, or break off all completely. I don't <laughs> know what it might be, but they sure are getting the least cussed out. Uh-uh. No. Oh. Hooch. Oh hooch, gosh. Hooch, hooch, hooch. Oh, they didn't even gosh. bother to open it up to see that there was nothing in it. They didn't sign it. <laughs> There was it. Like I said, it just seemed like they was just drunk. I, I think they, they just were. had too many cocktails. That's all. Ooh, my, this yeah, they was completely faded to do something like that. Oh, oh no. gosh, I don't know what I would do. No, okay, number six is adult diapers. <laughs> now, see, I would assume somebody that would, you know, somebody that would give that to me would be in my age category, and I would just, you know, just tell them to hold on to it for themselves. <laughs> That's all. I would say, oh, it's just the one you use. Keep it for yourself, okay? Uh, okay. So far, I don't suffer from incontinence, okay? You keep oh. that for yourself and wrap your ass up in it. Mm -hmm. Five. Okay, so this one is a talking build a bear that says, I love you. Personally recorded, I love you. Well, that is a little cute. 
That's a little more cutesy. It's not, it's, it's not, no, it's a little more cutesy because it took a little more thought. It's kind of cornball cutesy. I would give that one a premium. A premium? I mean, I wouldn't, listen, if someone gave that to me, I would think that they were thoughtful. I wouldn't think yeah. it's a good gift. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you mean good? It only needs to be romantic. It doesn't need well, to, to, me, to, to me. To me, when I say good, I mean yeah, romantic for Valentine. Yeah, right. So okay. Oh, let me be quiet. Okay. I didn't say I didn't say it was valuable. I said it was thoughtful and sweet. And that's right. what Valentine's Day can be that. Yeah, okay. let me be quiet. Don't don't have to. I'm not all about just the money. No. You know, I didn't say money. Okay. Well, you, I think you know I don't care about money. No, not at all. Go ahead. Number four. <laughs> Number four <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> a garbage can <laughs> and they ask me to go right out with that you know what I would say take yourself right on out <laughs> before I flip your ass over into the can just get out just get out <laughs> if a man brought that to me for Valentine's Day I would tell him to get out take the can with him and get out that's what I call taking the trash out get out you and the can who in the hell would give somebody a garbage can for Valentine's Day? <laughs> That's so that sounds like a completely. Get out. Oh, no. Get oh, out. Oh, my gosh. Who would no. do that? Yeah. <laughs> you get out and take the can with you. In fact, I'll throw the damn can out. And you, and you get out right before you get it. Get out. He didn't want to give nobody a gift. Clearly on drugs and, and drunk and, and, and smoked up and everything. These are <laughs> people. Who the hell would Biggs give somebody a garbage can? Oh, I don't give anybody a garbage can in my whole life. Who would ever do that? I don't know, my. I don't know. It takes all kinds. <laughs> you let some man come to my house and can. get out. You damn bum. It sounds like a homeless. What, what are you picking up on the way to the house? Get out. Get the hell out. <laughs> now, anybody who knows me, that would have to be somebody I just met. Because anybody who knows me wouldn't bring no nothing like that to me. No. Okay, number three. This is the hellified list. <laughs> number three, my, a confirmation of delivery, but no flower. <laughs> what? Confirmation of delivery, but no what? Flowers? Is that what you said? No, hell no. No, until I get the flowers, they're going to have a problem. Oh, no. If I if those flowers don't show up, they are lying. The people <laughs> I know will be lying anyway. So, uh-uh, baby, that would be a big lie. And I don't care what you tell me. No. You, no. They have no. all types of programs where they could fake confirmation. And that's just what the people I know would be doing. Oh, gosh. No. You, that's out. Get out. Get out. That's that's oh. a get out for Valentine's Day. That date is over. <laughs> or whatever we doing, that's over for that night. No. That's a hooch. Insulting me. <laughs> like I don't know I didn't get the damn flowers. No. That's a hooch. Plus they insulted your intelligence and everything. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, God. Yeah. Ooh, okay. why, why don't you give me a confirmation of a Rolex or a Benz or something? Why, oh. I mean, why are you lying? Why, why are you just making it flowers? Oh, um, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. number, okay, so number two, and it looks like there's a tie for number one. So number two is a toilet seat. 
a regular toilet seat. What type of toilet seat does it matter? I can't. I, I I don't. I don't know if it's a gag gift or what it's supposed to be. But once again, if you give me a toilet seat, your ass gonna be in the toilet. Okay. <laughs> That's a problem. I don't want no gag gifts. I don't want no foolish gifts. And if, yeah. if you given, you can give a sex toy, funny romantic gift that yeah. people both laugh about and you know have fun with or something like that. But no, you can't give me no toilet in the first place. That's disgusting. Yeah. And wait, in the first place, I have a toilet. And if a I don't seat, have a toilet one, seat, I mean the seat. Yeah. I have a toilet seat. I don't know about you, but most people have a toilet seat. You know, why are you giving somebody a toilet seat? What's wrong with you? Oh gosh. No, no. That that no, that's not funny. What are you saying? What oh, does no. that mean? I would be very insulted if somebody brought me a toilet seat. <laughs> what does that mean? It doesn't seem like it means anything flattering. No, but who would, would you do give, that? Would you, give oh, gosh. you cared about a toilet seat? That's not, no, that shouldn't be on the list. That's mean. Those ain't <laughs> serious gifts. Those gifts aren't for real. Those oh, gifts are for genuine. That's somebody joking. I mean, that's somebody looking. They either want to break up or want to get cussed out for that night or something. They're not trying to get along and have a relationship. Oh, Those God. gifts, and, and only maybe one or two on there are even acceptable. And they want <laughs> your greatest, but the rest of them were total, total oh. So here, these are the tie for number one. So a condom with punch holes. Wait, that's the gift? Yeah. He's giving you a condom? Is it new or used? Well, he punch holes in it. I don't know if he used it. No, is, he playing, is he playing on wearing it with the holes in? I mean, what? It, it's just not good. It's that's another Whatever one. Whatever it is, it's what? It's not good. It's oh, not good. Oh my gosh. My, and the Go other, ahead. What and, else? And the other one is a fake breakup email because they're broke and can't afford to buy you a Valentine's Day gift. Guess what? That fake probably turned real. It might have started out fake, but I will receive it the same way you intended it. You just didn't care. You just didn't care. Yeah. And that's just the way I'm going to treat you. Oh you my God. Care. You didn't care. I'm not going to care either. That fake note, you could have kept it because it's real. Yeah. It ain't fake. You know, it ain't fake. If you didn't care enough to get have any little something, just right. a little thing. I could have wrote a poem. Any, anything to show oh, that you God. thought you were sending a fake breakup because you was broke. This the type of person you are? No, you need to go ahead. No, dude, let's not waste each other's time. You go ahead because you're a problem already. Mm -mm. So this list wasn't good. Well, I guess it was, it was a good terrible. list. I guess well, it was a good list because it's what not to get. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And you know, that list was terrible. There was only one or two things on there that I wouldn't curse you out about, you know, mm -hmm. and or break up with you, depending on the state of our relationship already, you know. Yeah. So, but anyhow, I, what else you got, daughter? That's I have, it. I have nothing else. I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. Oh, you know, the sun, the stars, and the moon. And guys, listen, when I say the sun, the stars, and the moon, I want you to take two minutes. I know this is, you know, very emotional and very, you know, old-fashioned. 
But guys, take a minute and stargaze. I want you to really look up stargazing, see when there's going to be a lot of stars. And I want you to look out your window, your rooftop, out when you're out, if you're in a like a, you know, an open bar or restaurant where there's like a roof deck kind of thing. And I want you to see how beautiful the stars are. I want you to stop and take a minute and appreciate it. Stargazing is beautiful and romantic. My daughter's laughing at me, but I really love stargazing. Okay, so that's it. All okay. right. Shout out to the 60 plus uh, community. They are racking up all these awards. Uh, Shirley Ralph, Angela Bassett, Michelle Yeoh, Jamie Lee Curtis, between the Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice and SAG Awards coming up. Congratulations to them. Uh, today, today, as we're recording, what's, what's this date? January 17th? Yes. James Earl Jones turned 92. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, James Earl Jones. Uh, Stephen A's book, Straight Shooter, is out today. Uh, that is also the second book for our book club for okay. January. Okay. And finally, Bob, I love the trailer for Mandalorian season three. That made me smile. Oh yeah. Oh, me too. So my anything you want to I, tell I love him. I recognize him at this point from his voice. I love it when he says the way. That is the way. Yep. I really do like Mandalorian. Yeah. All right, All right sweetie. Ma, anything you want to tell everybody before we go? Take care. Be safe. Enjoy every day. Appreciate every day. And don't forget to reach out to those you care about and those you haven't maybe spoken to for a while. You never know how much, what positive impact, you know, you can have on someone's life and, and how much you may matter to others. So, um, and in the meantime, take care of yourself. I love that. Everybody, thanks for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also at All Things Pays You. Guys, subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Pays You, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. We told you about our affiliate program, guys. So go to our uh, YouTube page and check it out. Um, if you want to be a podcaster, if you want to advertise, we have a link all in our description for each episode that we release on YouTube. Guys, email us at info at bambushihappyhour.com. If you have any questions or comments, we appreciate you. We are very thankful. Guys, be safe. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.